Hello, neighbor. This Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Please, won't you be my neighbor? It only takes one person. We are trying to get the world positive ways of dealing with their feelings. Yeah? Like what? To inspire a world of kindness. There are many things you can do. Based on the true story of the friendship between Mr. Rogers and a cynical journalist. You love broken people like me. Sometimes we have to ask for help, and that's okay. Starring Tom Hanks and Matthew Reese. I think the best thing we can do is to let people know that each one of them is precious. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters November 22nd. For tickets and showtimes, go to resources.abeautifulday.movie. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today we are going to talk about traditions and celebrations. We want to talk about the true meaning of Christmas and how we can really celebrate this with our families. This is episode 386 and you can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and be sure to sign up for our easing. Um, it is available. It comes out to you weekly and if you are part of our email group, you will get the planner uh, for this month and you will be blessed. Um, our planners really have you in mind. And I just love when um, I get emails from some of you. I had a really cute email recently uh, from a mom who said she felt so guilty downloading this uh, 60 something page planner um, for free. But that's my gift to you. I am a vintage mom. I've been there and it is really fun for me to put these together because it has uh, some things that we've talked about in podcasts on this network as well as uh, some really uh, quick things you can print out to do with your kids. Well, today I have a very special guest and you are going to be blessed uh, when you hear her. And if you have listened to some of our past episodes of Vintage Homeschool Mom, she has been a guest, and that is Denise Mira. Welcome, Denise. So good to be here, Felice. Oh, gosh. Um, we have had fun in some of our previous episodes. And um, you guys, you really want to connect with Denise. She is on social media, and you can find out more information at her website, which is just her name, D-E-N-I-S-E. M-I-R-A dot com. And Denise, you have um, kids that are like mine, grown up, and now you're enjoying, uh, you know, just an extended family as well as, um, you know, your your life uh, having uh, such fullness after all of these years of homeschooling. So share with us a little bit about your family and also the book that you wrote. Wow. We are so thankful in this season of life that we are enjoying 
so much of the fruit of those seeds that we labored planting for decades, as I know so many listeners right now, Mama, as you're listening, sometimes you're just so weary and you're not sure you're doing it right and you're missing blocks and are you crippling your kids and do you need to do this program? I, I, I was there. I get it. Police and I so get it. But just stay the course. Stay the course for the joy set before you because now I've got five adult sons, age 35 down to 24. I've got daughter-in-laws who are who are just my own daughters. I just don't even say in-law. They're just mine. I've got grandchildren who are being home educated. And uh, we're just so blessed. But because I, I had just recently become born again and met my husband and got married at 18 and married a pastor, I began, I was just pioneering in every, at every level. I was never going to get married. I was never going to have kids. I was, you know, I, I, so as I got, as I, as God began to change my heart and I was having one baby boy after another, um, I just journaled and journaled and journaled and it became a book and just a manual of, of um, my philosophy of children, of, of my, my understanding that we as homeschool parents are revolutionaries, changing the culture we live in, transforming our world. Um, and that's, that's exactly what you're doing. Sometimes you just feel like a frumpy housewife, but that is a lie from the pit. You are an amazing woman, no less than Abigail Adams. And so I, this, is, this is the heartbeat of my book, was really to train up um, extraordinary children um, and not just to live in the, in the muddle of the middle. And God has answered my prayers, and he's answered my faith. Life isn't perfect, but I, I just uh, am so thankful that now I get to enjoy being uh, best friends with my adult children. They're my prayer support, my, my tech help, my, my um, everything. They're just, they're so Wonderful. at the end of the day, yes, the book is called No Ordinary Child. Um, unlocking the leader within your child because your child might be quiet as a mouse, but there's a leader inside there that will point the way to Jesus, point the way to the right way to live life. And, and that's, that's what I believe. So, uh, and that's who I am. And I would, I've got a lot of free stuff that just tools to help parents. I, I so believe in you and I so want to inspire and, and just give you a shove forward because I know I needed that so desperately in that season. I needed life yeah. to be spoken to me, you know, and hope and clarity. So, so good to be here. And you know what? It's amazing because, um, we didn't have the internet like they do now. And sometimes mm. there's such an overrun of information. So um, guys, you're really going to want to go over and check out Denise's website as well as her book. Um, I have a copy and I absolutely loved it. Um, and it's, it's just, uh, it, it's just really um, will change your life and how you, you think about, you know, motherhood and, and raising kids and so, Denise, today we are going to talk about traditions and celebrations. A lot of times we do things because, well, this is how we've always done it. And, um, you know, every once in a while we change things up, like our big different thing that we did uh, last Thanksgiving was I allowed my children to deep fry a turkey. They have been wanting to do that for forever. <laughs> and I couldn't because my sister-in-law came um, that has some dietary restrictions, God bless her. And she would always have the organic turkey flown in here and it would be waiting for when she came and she prepared it, which was absolutely delicious. Thank God I have three ovens. I have a contractor husband too. And 
And, um, and so my kids thought they didn't like turkey and it, and then her turkey's delicious. I mean, it's to die for, and I'd make turkey soup afterwards. I mean, it was so good. But anyway, um, that was their thing. And I would just, when they would ask me, I would just say, we don't do that. And why not? Well, we never have. So my one son uh, who now works, uh, he's actually um, in partnership with my husband. And so he said, I'm going to go buy everything. And, you know, I already know the the money involved in a, you know, a huge thing of, of peanut oil, which is one of the things that you fry, you know, turkeys in anyway. So they did that. And um, it did not come out great. <laughs> oh, it did a little bit. Uh, yeah. It, well, they injected it with too many, too many spices. But the point was, parts of it were edible. We had, we had a lot of other food, and they want to try it again, which I probably will let them. But I had, you know, at some point in your life, you let go of expect- expectations. And what I want to talk to you about is. What is the true meaning? Is is the true meaning of the celebration that we had this perfect turkey, which it was perfect, or is the true meaning our memories of you know, thank goodness they did it safely. You know, the the turkey did. I I think it was the seasoning that overcooked because they did it the right amount of time. You know, but mm. but it, or is that going to be? You know, they're going to talk about that turkey for forever, right? With their families, that's the one that they're going to talk right. about. So, so share with us, you know, the true meaning of what of what the holidays are. Well, I have to tell you, I am not your typical type A traditional. I so admire women who do the same thing every year at the same time. I've got family members like that. I've got daughter-in-laws with mamas like that. And, and I'll sit and look at them and think, oh, I admire that so much, but that's not the, that's not the box I can live in. And so actually... I am more organic and more flexible, and uh, there are some things that are that are pretty much happen the same every year. But, but I'm I'm more of an out of the box person, and maybe it's because I'm an artist, a writer. I don't know. But at the end of the day, we have to be who we are. And at and the bottom line for me, I really saw myself as as discipling my family as having a boarding school with, you know, being able to impact my children at every level. And, and, you know, James 117 says, everything good, every perfect gift comes from God. And we, we just organically marinate, marinate in that concept year long, you know, so mm-hmm. Bible and prayer and, and traditions, they're not religious exercises. It's our life. It's the foundation right. of our life, and it just spills over into the holidays. And so instead of looking for Christmas and, oh, it doesn't feel like Christmas, we, we are Christmas. We are the message of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We are the shining light in the darkness. And, and that's how we try to live every day. No, we're not perfect. Yeah, we have blunders. But, and so, so the things that now I do, but the special things at the holidays, that things that I love, um, and I, I don't know if you want to kind of go down this list. It was so funny. I was thinking yeah. about Advent calendars, and I wasn't raised to have an Advent calendar. I didn't know what an Advent calendar was. I didn't even know. I, I, I was learning the Bible at 18, right? So as, by the time I was a young mom, um, it, it, all these things were so new to me. But I saw uh, on the news that Tiffany's jewelry company came out with a $112,000 Advent calendar this year. Oh, I my that gosh. Was so funny. I know, right? Uh, just Whatever the family time, needs, but, right? Yeah, oh, exactly, funny. exactly. But, <laughs> you know, um, 
So Advent calendars are just, they come in so many forms, and basically what that's all about is just reminding everyone what this is all about, what this party's all about, why we're hanging our lights, why, what we're looking forward to. And I saw, which was so cool, mothers change the world in so many ways, and the mothers listening today, their hands are imprinting their kids in powerful ways. And I read about Advent calendars that it, that it was a German mama that started this whole thing. And made her son a calendar of 24 tiny treats back in the 19th century. And uh, here we are today, every kind of Advent calendar, secular and Christian. But uh, basically, it's about just keeping that word before our children, not in a religious way, but in a life-giving way. And, you know, perhaps memorizing the word daily, joyfully reminding them um, of our blessed Savior uh, coming to earth. And and so, so that's really how I approach every holiday. I may not, I may not have, you know, the stocking song on this day, this thing in them, you know, and do that particular Christmas card, but I will throughout the season, the, the love of Christ and the life of Christ permeates everything that I endeavor to do. I love that. I love that. And actually, I do uh, have an ad calendar activity and that is going to be part of the download for, for the month of December if you are part awesome. of our email list at the Ultimate um, Homeschool Podcast Network. Yeah, what happened years ago is I wanted to make a keepsake and so I have, because I mm. so we have a, some businesses in our home and so I we have an abundance of file folders so I ended up making a very easy um, the file folder just open with some slots in it, and I just labeled it for the month uh, or the days of the, of the month, um, countdown to Christmas. But I wanted a scripture verse on each card that I gave, and I, I just used index cards, or you can cut them out. And so I gave parents like a scripture verse you can use every day, but on the back, Denise, you write your kids a little note. And so mm-hmm. it's better to do it ahead of time because, you know, you get overwhelmed. And I had three I was doing it with at the same time, and you want each note to be personal. Um, and and to this day in their rooms, um, and I've said this to them. I mean, two of them are in college. I said, why don't you take that down? It's still hanging in their, oh. in their room. And it's because Precious. it was really special to them, you know, and the little cards are still in there. And then the grandkids oh. come sometimes, you know, some of them are missing. But that's okay because um, it was something that they kept year after year. And each one, I had them make their own and decorate it. And then I, um, like each morning at breakfast, I gave them a card and they read it and we studied the scripture and then they put it in their little slot and it was a countdown. So it could be something very basic, um, you know, or extravagant, as you shared with us. That's just hilarious. Um, The secular world getting into the... (laughs) the countdown. Um, but, you know, we as Christians keep that focus, um, which is the Lord. And so that's wonderful. And so, you know, you also uh, talk about a uh, nativity scene and, and friends, um, as you're listening to this, these points will be on the show notes as well as links to Denise's uh, website. So if you're in the car, don't worry. Uh, you don't need to pull over. We <laughs> will have this information for you in our show notes. So, so tell us about um, the nativity scene. Well, and it's and also I want to remind your listeners that it's not about how much everything costs. Uh, we are so blessed in America that everybody gives their abundance to thrift stores and Goodwills and garage sales. And I don't know if I ever 
paid full price for a nativity scene, but we always had at least one, and the kids love that. Their little childlike hearts love it. I'd find G.I. Joe's dangling from the roof, and (laughs) sometimes it would be a sort of a, a celebration moment where, you know, you're reading the Christmas story, and and little Johnny or Jill gets to, you know, put the little character under the, the little in the manger area and, and the hay. And it, it's how it, it works for you. If you have little children, um, it, it, there are little hearts delight in the simplest of things. And I would just find them so often playing with that, talk, making the little characters talk. Uh, right now, I, back then, I mean, we were on a shoestring. I didn't realize how poor we were. <laughs> But nowadays, right. my kids, they have like a play. I know. I'm, I'm just like, it's a good thing. It's a good thing I didn't know. Uh, but my kids have, a, a couple of my kids have the Playmobil set. And they just love it. And they pull it out every year. And it's it's just this moment. It's almost a holy moment of recognizing that this is this is so special. And this is the meaning of Christmas. And this is our focus. And it's it's just getting in their DNA those little things of taking the time to, to focus. Maybe that's where you read your Christmas cards. Maybe that's where you, you read your Advent scriptures. I don't know, but, but it was, it had a special place and it still does in, in our home. And it can be the humblest little thing. It can be a homemade thing. It can be from the Dollar Tree, but I just, I, Santa just wasn't the star and, you know, it wasn't a big evil sin, but we just kind of, you know, he wasn't a focal point or dominant in our decor or our chatter or our gift giving. Um, He's just a jovial fictional character who needs Jesus. I didn't make a big, huge deal of it. Um, But, but that nativity scene. And then of course, when we would bake Jesus a birthday cake and we didn't do that every year, but we did, I I remember one year in particular that the kids each had, I, I, we, we were carefully caring for a single mom and her, her young children. And, and I said, you know, for Jesus's birthday celebration, we're going to make him a cake. How about everybody pray during the time and in, in my homeschool anyway, morning time was journal time and Bible reading time from the youngest age. And, you know, in your time with God, this in the mornings, ask him what, what, what you can give the single mama. And then, you know, we, they put their little notes, by the nativity set and the the birthday cake. It was so simple and so humble and so financially cheap, but so impactful. And they got to help bless this single parent family. And and so that that's just a little bit of a thing that kind of ties together. Uh, we we did so many homemade faith based ornaments and Christmas cards, and you can make little boxes out of. I mean, Pinterest is loaded, of course. Back then, we didn't have Pinterest, right. but. There were right. you know, just little things on a cardboard. <laughs> right. Actually, I think maybe we, we, we were blessed not to have so much of this right. distractions and pressures and expectations because I am not Martha Stewart and I am not Pinterest Polly. And I, you know, there's times I so admire that. I love going to my friends' houses who have, you know, they have all their, their doors always have a different wreath or something, whether it's Thanksgiving or February or whatever, but I just, you know, that's just not my gift, but I, I appreciate it, but I have to be me. And so consequently, we would use popsicle sticks or old, you know, Christmas cards or cardboard or, you know, just to make special little things that had something to do with Jesus. And you could Google a million things. Gosh, we, we, always, uh, we always took care of elderly people with uh, baking holiday, you know, part of our tradition and celebration really was taking care of our neighbors, you know, serving them holiday goodies. We took them part of our meal because they don't cook. 
and meals on wheels are awesome, but, but when it's really home cooked from your neighbor, there's nothing like that. That was always a tradition and a celebration of what we could give to somebody who couldn't do for themselves. You know, we, we loved things like, it doesn't sound very spiritual, but like the Muppet Christmas Carol movie. It's, it's got fun. So you could do a whole, you could do a whole unit study on the proverbial aspect of the backbone of that whole story. Um, out of Proverbs, you know, riches, humility, we are a myth, joy, the joy of big families, how God provides. I mean, there's a million things about, and then I had a big, massive Muppet Christmas Carol puzzle. And, but, it, but it, we always brought it back to Jesus and because he is our life in him, we live and move and have our being. So whether we were ordering a puzzle um, or actually back then I didn't order it, I got it at Target or Walmart or something. Now you can just look it up on Amazon and get a really well-priced, kids puzzle that's got a safe based and so it's always sitting there it's not just santa and stockings it's the manger it's it's you know mary and, and joseph it's the donkey it's just continually just really reflecting and having that through through the the, the mood of the entire month really to me is how we can best celebrate that and and have a tradition jesus is our tradition uh, Christmas veggie tales. They're amazing. We would go to candlelight services and sometimes maybe you have house churches or you have a church mm-hmm. that doesn't do a candlelight service, but you can find them and they welcome you. And, and it's just a, it's, it's a holy moment of pausing and, and just um, exulting and the beautiful music that glorifies God and revisiting the Christmas story. And um, so, so many, so many of these things, my, I have wonderful relationships with the, my daughter-in-law's mother. So we, we're just, we're very close. And I appreciate all they can give into my kids' lives as well as I do. And, but my, one of them is so type A and she's so organized and she has costumes and the kids, you know, on Christmas, their Christmas celebration, they all, they all get to put a little part of a costume on and act out the Christmas story. I think that's awesome. If you have the resources and the organizational capability and the joy to go, you know, get those things at thrift shops and do that. Do it. The kids remember it. They love it. Uh, this year is part of my tradition. I'm going to do the uh, shoe boxes, the Operation Christmas Child shoe boxes with Good Samaritan. I'm going to do that with my grandkids and begin that tradition. So, so many. I know you must have uh, traditions that you that you really treasure that really impacted your children. Yeah, a lot of the things that you said resonate. Um, we also did, um, Denise and I did a podcast on um, ministry during the holidays, and that's available on the website. You'll want to go listen to that because I think a lot of that helped uh, put some things into perspective for our kids, and that's episode 385. Um, just so many things similar to you. Um, I I do, like one of my, I'm, I'm also uh we do have a lot in common. I'm not musical at all, although I do do like to sing, but I do, I like art. I used to paint a lot when I had um, more time for that. Uh, Also, um, I like to decorate, uh, but seasonally. I'm not a big, you know, home decorator where I can go to a store and see a pillow that would just fit just perfectly um, on my couch. You know, I'm I'm not like Mm -hmm. that at all. Um, but I do like to decorate for the fall and for Christmas and Easter. Those are my, my big holidays. And I just, Mm. um, have over the years purchased things. You know, I, I got these candles at, um, 
It was after bridal season at one of the craft stores for 25 cents. And you should see, like, some of them are huge mm. uh, kind of pillar candles. And they're just a, a like, a off-white. They're not, they're a little bit maybe more cream color. Um, but I use those all year all year long. Like I can put some of those out. Um, I don't even like them. And <laughs> so I want to use, I'll use these candles forever, Denise. Every once in a while I have lit them, but there are too many little ones around anymore to, to make that be a wise decision. Um, my daughter always asks the grandchildren, you know, were, were you thinking wisely? So um, I, I asked myself that question one year when I decided to light them. Uh, well, you know, Costco me. has, well, the whole world has these flameless candles now. With the I know, LED, they do. And they flicker, they really and they've, they've come so far that people walk in my house and actually think, and I've got them everywhere now. My husband's Italian, and he loves to decorate. And they, so, yeah, so that's, that, now I give them to my little girl, my little grandchild children to put in their bedrooms because I know there's no problem. <laughs> so I get right. you there. And then it's, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we, we go all out and because I live in Florida and I miss the fall season, my husband, um, as we're recording this, we're actually in the fall mm. season. We're recording a little bit early, but he has promised we're going to get in the car. And I even dreamed that we had gotten in the car, like we've talked about and just drive North until we see some fall leaves just for me. He's going to do that to me. So oh. I love the man. Um, because I just, there's something that, that I just love about, about the season and you know it it the season's changing um does help you get into that mood so because outdoors yeah. is gorgeous i was blessed to be able to sit out in my lanai yesterday and i had my feet propped up and my computer out there and i was able to work for three or four hours it was just beautiful out there and um oh, and so i'm blessed gorgeous. in other ways <laughs> yeah there's no snow here i heard it was snowing in colorado this morning um, but it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's nice. And so, you know, there's some trade-offs, but that, you know, that helped me. And, and I didn't go buy this all at once. You know, we had, um, you know, some really, uh, a season of, um, having to cut way, way back, you know, when the economy hit, uh, and our, yeah. our diversification of, of companies was all construction related. I mean, our town, pretty much shut down, but it was okay because I like to make things and it was so much better uh, that Christmas was one of the best where we could just um, make some things and, you know, just do things differently. My kids are still waiting for me to paint them a picture. That's what we talk about. And, um, you know, if if I uh, can etch out some time, I would like to little kids to see, I paint with my grandkids all the time. So they, um, oh. came over and we we took uh, the, we do crafts every year that are Christmas presents so that's one of the traditions I do with the little ones and I found these tiny little canvases they were maybe an inch by an inch and we we scour the internet you know for pictures that they want and you know what uh, grandma draws them out because they don't want to draw them or the older girls will but we did some pictures with refrigerator magnets on the back and um brilliant my yeah so the kids each did a picture for their mom that they could put and because um i my they're not ocd but my um son-in-law and my daughter are both their house is perfect with eight kids it's a, i mean you can walk in there every once in a while and it might be a disaster but like in 10 minutes it's all cleaned up because they don't like 
and the kids are allowed to it's their home and they're they're great i mean they it's not like they can't do anything because they do but so the, the magnets are on the side of their refrigerator instead of in the front so i'm sharing that information but it's so awesome because oh. i'll go over there and they want to show them to me you know look where we have them grandma um, I also have this Aww. Santa hat. We didn't do Santa either, so I think it's really funny. Um, because that was the only time in my life that I remembered my parents lying to me. And so it as a kid, isn't that? It just shocked me because they were always so wow. that I just didn't like we just not like we ignored them and we didn't see movies with Santa in it, but we just never made a big deal about it. And I didn't let my kids yeah. ruin anybody else's, you know. But we had a Santa hat that floated around. So last year, I was a gorgeous fireplace, and I sat the kids um, in front of it. And we took pictures um, of them in hats that came out fabulously. And, you know, the, the printers are wonderful now. So the kids made ornaments yeah. for their mom and dad. So, you know, there's just a lot of things that took Aww. no time at all to do. And, you know, I had to remind them that they were making these ornaments, so they wanted to smile. Because, uh, you know, sometimes kids can be really silly. Um, my my grandkids take yep, the yep. most hilarious pictures ever. The boys, like, they, they go back to back with their arms folded. It's like, where do you find these people? <laughs> They're just hilarious, <laughs> you know, with their little poses and things. Um, and so anyway, uh, just, you know, whatever it is you do, whether it's something you've always done or, you know, just make sure that the kids are front and center. I mean, I, um, cannot tell you how many memories my kids still have. And they talk about some things I, I didn't know they did. Um, I never had ones that, you know, unwrapped presents cause we never put presents under the tree ahead of time. But, um, you know, they'll tell me some things. <laughs> Uh, that they were just stealth, you know. It was so funny, and I yep. love those stories now. That it, it's so so funny, especially homeschool stories. Um, that they would tell me some of the things and their antics, and uh, it was it was really really funny uh, to hear them. So you want those? The idea of tradition really is to make memories, right? It is um, right something right. that you want the children to talk about, whether it's that you know turkey that was fried uh, to death or whether it was, you know, something that, that was uh, made, you know, made the, the holiday special. And, and I just yeah. want to add here quickly, I didn't say one word about the turkey. <laughs> I just like looked at them and we served, you know, we served parts of it that were, that we could serve. And, um, and God bless my, um, one of our relatives who said, you know, that, that, parts of it were like the best ever. So that's why my sons are, are reinvigorated for this year. So I may have a better report. That's next awesome. Year. And you do that outside, outside in Florida. Oh, right? yes. you, you, you do the right, turkeys outside. Right. And so, oh, that's got to be so much fun. You know, when we lived yeah. in a hot climate, uh, we, would, we, we would pack the kids up in our 15-passenger van or whatever we had at the time and drive around and see the lights because I think that uh, warm places like Florida, Texas, different places that aren't experiencing yeah, snow we, or the, as much mm-hmm. of the changing of seasons, they, they make up for it in their lights. I, I, I swear yeah, they do. do. And, and it's amazing what you can see. And we, we'd play Christmas music as we went around. We'd take some unsaved friends with us. 
um, something else that our children love, and, and this is so cheap too, is to hang a string of lights in their bedroom. If you can do, um, if you can do a Christmas, a little mini tree from a thrift shop or something, that's, that's so much fun. But if you can't, you can talk about how Jesus came to be the light of the world. And, and just mm-hmm. so every time they go to bed and those little twinkle lights are over their bed and they're thinking about Jesus because they're, they're, they're you know, they, they're, they're children. They're so tender and moldable and it doesn't have to be high stress. Perfect. It just has to be Jesus. You can ask them who's on their heart to bless for Christmas. That should be a tradition. Who should we pray for tonight during your Advent time? Who needs something? Who you're amazed at what comes out of their little mouths. We have we have a thing where you know you could during that 24 days of Advent or how many ever days of Advent maybe your Advent is only five days doesn't matter doesn't have to be perfect don't have to hit it every night but ask them a miracle that Jesus has done in their life or somebody's life they know and just and just just you know a little child shall lead them the word says and it's amazing what our little children are aware of their perception, their understanding, it blows your mind. And, and it reinforces to them what that season is about without having to be religious. Uh, and what, what I mean by religious is binding or, or legalistic or um, it, Jesus came to set us free. And, and it, 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 Christmas, however Christmas comes out of your heart to your children and their hearts, um, it's good enough. You know, it doesn't have to be right, polished amen. and perfect and organized. Um, if, if you don't have a lot of money to spend, a, a little plate of cookies and a card. And my uh, par- part of our family members have done this every single year. We will always get a box of their homemade butter toffee with chocolate on top. And, in a, and the card will have every child's signature on it. And the oldest has stamped the card. It's just precious. And it's their way of giving. Um generously, you know, to, and that's been their tradition for decades. So it's just what, whatever comes to you and that you have the grace for, uh, that's where life comes from. Life doesn't come when we force things and it's hard and we're exhausted and we can barely even make our own stuff. You know, (laughs) right. uh, When grace is there, that's when life can be released. God life. And that's what I want for my family. That's what I want for your family, because we need more grace, 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 grace. We're, we're struggling in so many ways, you know. Yeah, and it just adds uh, extra pressure. My daughter has perfected Grandma Mart, which was my husband's mother or grandmother. Um, her chocolate fudge recipe, it's a very difficult one to make. It's uh, not the mm. chewy stuff that you can just put condensed milk. It's the kind that falls apart and is like sugar. Um, praise God, I do not like it, so that saves me. <laughs> Everybody else in the family, like my one niece wanted to pay Anne um, to send her batches like like three times a year or four times a year. They love it that much. Wow. And so that is not very expensive to make. Right. But it's very tedious to make. So so that's her thing. And, you know, it's those kinds of traditions. Again, it's not something they could go to the store and buy. So if there is that treasured family recipe or whatever that right. is uh, that you do with your family, um, and we do the same thing with the Christmas lights. Uh, we do we too. House, same thing. Yeah, that you yep. could actually walk. They allowed you to walk around their yard, and then they had a donation box. Um, like years past, they would give the kids candy canes if they were allowed to have them, and then they had a donation box where they would just give that money, um, you know, to a set charity. 
And this family actually started it after one of their children uh, died near the holiday season. So instead of, you know, looking at it as this, uh, you know, which it was, it was a very uh, tragic thing, but they took that tragedy and that child's love of Christmas and celebrated it with, you know, uh, so many people. It was in the newspaper and it was actually two blocks from where I live. I live on acreage. So they had five acres and it was, it was such a blessing. So again, these, what is, and this is what my uncle would always say to me. He would, he, you know, when he, the Italian proverbs, right? There's so many of them. But my yeah, uncle would walk yeah. in with, with a lot of $1 bills. He was, he was very well off, but he was so funny because when Uncle Tony came in, those kids lined up and he would ask them <laughs> how old they were and he would just shell out the dollar. And my, you know, can you imagine my, I have, I married oh. into a German Irish family and it's like, that's not how things are done. And I, my uncle just disrupted everything. I mean, my whole family was just like, you know, and, and I, I never made excuses. That was one of the things that, you know, they never embarrassed me. It was just who we were, right? It was, it was part of our culture, how I grew up. And so Uncle Tony would just say, how old are you? I mean, my kids laugh about it now because he's, he's gone to be with the Lord. But they would always say, you know, well, where's Uncle Tony when we need him? You know, shelling out that, you know, money as they got older. And, <laughs> the favorite and always, Right. And he would always say, because, you know, I would kind of say to my sister-in-law, you know, sorry. I mean, some of them were appalled. And my one sister-in-law said to me, are you kidding me? Uncle Tony's the star of my kids. Like they, her kids loved it and talked about it, hoped that he was coming. And he would always say to me, (laughs) you know, you are building memories. You, I mean, it's, it's a little gauche, right? But, but he, he would say you are building memories. No, that's the key right there. Yep. But he grew up very, very poor. He was one of 14. His, you can see this picture. I, I, I don't even know what happened to it, but he, his, family was the most beautiful family ever. You know, uh, his mother was radiant, even with 14 children in Italy. He Mm -hmm. talked about taking his cow uh, down the street and they would sell fresh milk from this cow. Like, I mean, this is, this is more than he was, he was nine when he got the privilege of doing that because that allowed him to earn shoes. And, And so he came from a background where they knew real poverty and and so mm-hmm. when now that he was he was able to um have money and he had a store and and so forth so on so um you know it was it was so amazing to him that now he had the resources that he was going to bless every little kid in the family during the holidays or whenever he came over so, you know, we just sometimes have to let go, and that's not the point of the holidays is, you know, how many dollars you're going to get. But the idea is to allow people to, you know, do their thing and and just yeah. let it go, friends. You know, so much of this is, is just, um, you know, not worth worrying about. It just really isn't. And so um, I just love You've having got a key on thing. Yeah, The key thing you said just now was you're making memories. And I know that can be so, but, but we have to pause and think, what memory are we, are we really making as moms? And I, that scripture comes to mind, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears mm-hmm. it down. Keep a beautiful spirit. Keep a happy heart. Keep a good mood. Whatever, how much ever money you have, how much ever things go wrong, how many ever traditions you don't have, 
who who comes in like Uncle Tony, you know, breaking up, changing, changing the rules, doesn't matter. Keep a happy heart, a smile on your face. That I, I'm amazed that my kids think I'm so awesome because I, I see my flaws <laughs> and failures and I see what I missed. Oh, I missed so many things. And I think, how did I miss? But but they just see me through the eyes of love. And I think it's I hugely it. because God gave me that grace to keep a right spirit, keep love, keep smiling. And, and anybody can do that, no matter what you have or don't have. By you, you wake up early, you get that portion from God, and you pour that out into your home. You are the spirit of your home. So make those memories sweet memories, even if they're just candy canes. Um, your kids are going to remember. They really are. They are. Thanks for having they me, Felice. It's been fun. Take care. And then, guys, you can find the show notes for today's episode, Traditions and Celebrations, episode 386 at Vintage Homeschool Moms. Take care, God bless, and have a wonderful holiday. Bye-bye. Yes. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Moms show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.